Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is the Secret Mum Club. I'm Safina. And I'm Emma. And welcome to your Thursday episode. Yeah, we've had a bit of a revamp at the Secret Mum Club. Everyone says Thursdays is the new Friday. They do. So get it in your diary. New episodes from us every Monday and and Thursday. Thursday. We've got so much to get through, haven't we, Emma? We do indeed. Shall we get started? Here we go, bitches. So we're going off with Correspondence Corner on this Thursday episode. Another Correspondence Corner. So hit us, Emma. All right, this one says, Hi, Soph and Emma. I had a baby 10 weeks ago and I've just listened to the episode about mum guilt. I had an emergency C-section with my little girl and completely agree with what you said. It broke my heart because I couldn't do my birth plan, which was a water birth. In reality, I was happy for whatever needed to happen to get my baby here safely. But every person I told about my birth plan replied with, yeah, that's never going to happen. You won't be having a water birth. As much as that was true, I just don't think anyone should be saying that to a soon-to-be mum. Your episode made me feel much better about my birth story, which I'm still coming to terms with. I even had a little cry after listening. I just want to say thank you so much for talking candidly about birth and being a mum. It's a tough job, but you have helped lots from Georgia. Oh, Georgia. God bless you. Fuck anybody that says about... I'd get so... Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat. Hold on. (laughs) I have to keep coughing. Coughing out that. It's all right. Coughing out that stuff. Um... It just pisses me off. And do you know what? When people are like, oh, yeah, you're not going to get that water bath. Oh, yeah. Oh, look yeah. at her. I think she's going to get a shut up. Shut up. If a I'm lot gonna... of people do say that, don't yeah. they? They feel like they can say that. Oh, no. What's the point in having a plan? No one's birth plan goes to plan. I've probably been guilty of saying that myself because no one's birth plan does go no to plan. No one's birth plan goes to plan. But this is your new birth plan. You're allowed to have that plan if you want. And also, some people do manage to just have a, a water birth or whatever. You know, there was a lady that I watched her whole pregnancy and she wanted a water birth at home and she had a water, a water birth, birth at, at home. home and hers went great. Always... But at the end of the day, the safety of your baby and your health is paramount, is paramount yeah. over everything. Yeah. And when people say, oh, you didn't get your birth plan. No, this is your new birth story. Yeah. Your new birth story yeah, was, yeah. It is this. Yeah. And I just think it's sometimes saying this is what I wanted. But in fact, you know what? It was an emergency cesarean and we both are well, happy, yeah. baby arrived safe and I wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah. Because I just don't think, even now, I don't think I would have changed anything about my labours. No, I wouldn't. Yes, my first one was difficult, but with Dots, I had a great one. Well, they both were great. They Both both babies arrived safely into the world yeah. with no complications and what more could I ask yeah, for? Yeah, exactly. Really? That and just, just becomes your And if you get anything story. on top of that... 
just an extra bonus. bonus. I had a really similar situation to Georgia, so I totally feel you. Like I didn't, I actually went in with like a bit of an anti-cesarean mindset because of things that we've talked about on the podcast before, like just society and antenatal classes just making me think like the best thing to do was to have like a natural breathe through a natural vaginal birth I was the same as you I planned to have a water birth I started off in the water that all didn't go according to plan ended up having an emergency cesarean like you which was like nothing like I had planned for or had envisioned for myself or had wanted like I did hypnobirthing Mm -hmm. I really bought into all that stuff I watched loads of videos on Instagram and read loads of stories on Instagram about women that had had these amazing water births and I was like I'm going to be able to do that like I felt really empowered but things just didn't go my way on the day and there was nothing I could have done about Mm -hmm. that there were just multiple factors that meant that I ended up having to have a cesarean but actually now like I look back on it so positively like I loved my birth story I'm gonna have another cesarean this time Time. with this baby like which is going to be a completely different experience again but I'm kind of angry that cesareans were like demonized mm. for me for so long it was like a lovely can, experience i think so much now with obviously there's so much bad stuff on social media for you to see there's yeah. some stuff that's absolutely horrific but there's also so much positive yeah. to see like i was saying to maddie on the train on the way here is that there's so much positivity around cesareans and yeah when you're on tiktok you see people always positive cesarean i was the opposite to you i went in with the whole what i don't know don't hurt me I didn't go to antenatal classes. I didn't yeah. do none of that. I didn't want to breathe my baby out. I didn't want my baby to birth itself. I just wanted to get through it with as little knowledge as possible. Mm. I didn't want to know every, anything. And you didn't care what happened in terms of like what medicine you no, had. I had well, I was, I was, I was adamant that I wasn't going to have any form of pain relief. Why did you feel like that? Because society told me that you get a marching band and a certificate if you go through with just Just gas gas and air air, or nothing at all, you know? If you just naturally birth this baby. Yeah. Plus I'm not somebody, I don't even take paracetamols. So for me to have a pain relief would have been for me so, so foreign and not something that I am used to as a person. So I kind of was like, well, I don't want to put something in my body that can go through to the baby. That was my only thing. Mm. Soon as I was, I was, I was full, full deep in there. I was like, "Get me all the epidurals, yeah. Get me all the fucking drugs." Nothing can prepare you for what that's going to feel Take like. Take all the drugs. Make sure that you're comfortable. Make sure the baby is safe. Make sure the environment is as best as it possibly can be. And you want. There is no need for you to be in pain. Yeah. This is what no one told me. Nobody told me there is absolutely no need for you to be in pain. Yeah. There is all the resources for you to have. Gas and air. Well, I had gas and air, but gas and air, epidural, spinal block, pethidine, pethidine. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, another one which you can you can control manually yourself. Speak to your midwife because there is so many options, and I just think going in with that. I wish I'd gone in with the knowledge yeah. of knowing all my options, what was available, to, what was available yeah. to me, rather than it just being a taboo subject. Yeah, you should just have a vag- vaginal birth and then you should breastfeed your child. Yeah, that's all you get told. Really, but I am, um, I was the opposite. I went in with absolutely nothing. No knowledge whatsoever. No, nothing whatsoever. So I just think at the end of the day, people are always going to have something negative to say. Yeah. Because... It's not anybody else's business. No. And I think if you're, if you say your old birth plan as to what you wanted... I, I am that sarcastic person that's like, well, birth, my birth was perfect. It wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. No, but it was perfect. I agree. I think mine now was perfect. Yeah. And also the health visitors said something interesting when they came to visit me, I don't know, like a week or so after the baby was born. And they were like, when your birth 
doesn't go according to plan, it's natural to want to talk about it yeah. all the time and really like think about it all the time and revisit it. And I was like, oh, that's Because really... we put so much pressure on ourselves. Yeah, but also I couldn't process what had happened because it was like everything that I thought was going to happen that I was building up to for months didn't happen. And then suddenly it was like into surgery, emergency cesarean, you've got a brand new baby, a couple of days later you're at home. And you're like, what? What, the what just happened yeah. to me? So it was really validating to hear the health visitor say that because I felt like I was banging on about it to Stefan all the time. And I was like, and in some moments in my head weren't clear because I was on the drugs and I was in loads of pain and being sick and all sorts. So I kept saying to Stefan like, and then what happened like at that time? And what time did that happen? And about what time did we go down to theater? And I like felt like I was annoying him because I wanted to relive it all, all the time, time and like yeah. know as much as I could about yeah. it. And the health visitor was like, that's completely normal yeah. to want to like go over and over and over Because it, it wasn't what you planned. Because it wasn't what I planned. No. And I like couldn't, I needed to like process that's it. it. And yeah. think, I still think about it all the time now. And he's like nearly two years old. Yeah. And Georgia's only, what, yeah, 10 weeks out from having her baby. So if you keep thinking about it all the time, Georgia, that's also totally normal. It is totally normal. Medicine and science is amazing. Wild. Like, as soon as I had the epidural, I was loving life. Just take it. No one, you don't get a marching band. There is nobody that comes in that says to you, well done, you're on our gold star list for giving yeah. birth with no drugs. No, none of that happens. Yeah. It's all a load of bullshit. <laughs> Just do what you got to do and get through it. Yeah. And make it as, as best as you can. Yeah. For you. And Fuck everyone else. And congratulations, Georgia. And congratulations. Apologies. We got very ranty. <laughs> I'm so sorry. On your lovely new baby. In your lovely new babies. All right. I've got one last message here. It says, hi, Safina and Emma. I resonate with lots of your stories, but the poo blockage glow stick story, a classic, really got me chuckling. And I know exactly how this feels. I have what I think is a condition where I have giant poos. Is there a condition about giant poos? Is this email from you? <laughs> I don't want to say... I needed some more advice, but I need... No, my girl, this is not me. I think it's because I eat lots of nuts. <gasps> but who knows? Your nuts make you have giant poos? <laughs> Holy smokes. I have loo blocking issues all the time. At home, at work, out shopping, hotels, everywhere. Hold on a minute. Back the fuck up. You're shitting everywhere? You're shitting at home, at work, shopping, hotel? Well, yeah. I only shit my own loo. I've pooed in all those places. <gasps> Wow, <laughs> this is phenomenal. Okay, let's keep going. I always moan at my husband that oh, <laughs> I always moan when I take a massive shit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My head was in a different space. I though. always moan at my husband that loos just aren't big enough for your giant, your giant shit. The worst occasion was when I was going for an interview at a very high end firm. Oh no! Whilst waiting, my nervous belly kicked in, and I nipped to the client loos only to block the whole thing there was no brush oh, god so i had to leave it and sit through the interview completely distracted by the thought that the receptionist might find it any minute now safe to say i didn't get the job oh. i now oh my god oh god i now carry around a poo knife like a pen knife <laughs> but a poo knife <laughs> what she's just chopping her shit <laughs> You need one. Why? This is on Amazon. Where can I get a poo knife? Where get one? Why do you get body snatched and just go, sorry, you're it's, carrying a knife, madam. It's not my shit. It's my poo <laughs> knife. Butter knife. No, it's actually my poo knife. I chopped my poo. It's... You said with your glow, glow stick. 
should I chop it up? I was in my own house. In your own, the comfort oh, of your own I house. I carry some glow sticks in my bag now. Uh, this is even better. I carry around a poo knife, which was given to me as a present from my dear friend who knows all about my big poo struggles. Love how open she is about it. Loving the oh. podcast from Lucy. Oh my God. Wow. Lucy, you absolute legend. Wow. I cannot believe she's got a poo knife. Right. Is it actually <laughs> a poo knife? Is it a knife just for your poo? Or do you just carry a butter knife? You can't you... use it for anything else. Oh, you mean like well, a no, specific? Yeah. Is yeah, it like, yeah. A, you know, cheese knives are, cu- are curved in a certain way. Like, is, yeah. is there a specific chopping? I reckon it's like a pen knife. But okay. It's Have we used it? Shit. Have we used it, Lucy? Look me in the eyes. Have we used it? Have you been out in the shopping centre, blocked the loo and started chopping? Also, what do you do? Just like wipe it off on a bit of tissue and then wash it in the sink? I do, like I do at home. Wipe it on your tissue. <laughs> <laughs> when you cut a loaf of bread. Yeah. Put that back in the drawer. With a bread knife. Give it a quick wipe, back in the drawer. <laughs> quick wipe, back in my pocket. Back in my handbag. I do that all the time. Sometimes just straight under the armpit. Back in the drawer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That hasn't had shit on it, Not <laughs> I need a picture. I need a picture of the poo knife. Oh, uh, not in action. <laughs> yeah, no, not in you. This isn't poo, ratemypoo.com. <laughs> Start sending in pictures of your poo. Right, let's just let's just clarify that. We don't need any poo army pictures. No. Ratemypoo.com I want to know more about the, the knife. The knife. I we need to know, is it specifically for your poop? Is it an Amazon link that you're able yeah. to share with us? Yeah. Is it curved like a cheese, a cheese knife? knife. Yeah. And have you used it? Yeah, have you used it? And also, where? have you been searched? If your bag's gone through, like... Yeah. <laughs> customs. Yeah. Anything to declare? Just my shit knife. Just... <laughs> I've got a poo knife in my bag. Madam, why do you care that? Because I just... I've got a condition I do called dry shit. poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be a line of merch for you in poo knives, though. I think we could bring it out. Because you've spoken about this. I have, I do, I'm not going to lie, I still am having giant shits. Yeah, and you, because you don't have a toilet brush, I think you need a poo knife. <laughs> Lucy, let us know. Maybe let you can get a, like, get a code to refer. <laughs> I literally have no words. Right, okay. And stop eating so many nuts. Yeah, these nuts <laughs> making me have giant shits. <laughs> these nuts. These nuts. Well, oh. we know what to do now. Lucy, that was great. Stop with the nuts. Yeah, but do monkeys have massive shits? They eat nuts, don't they? Squibbles? Squibbles have tiny poos. I don't know, but they're only little, aren't they? To be fair, I thought I was quite little, apart from the poo that I birthed the other day and had to <laughs> use me fucking glow sticks. Speaking of little people and big poos, I've got a story for you. Have you? I'll save it till the next podcast. Oh, oh no. you got to join next week for next week's <laughs> episode. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for Monday's episode. <laughs> Uh, but thank you for all your messages. If you've got a giant poo problem like me and Lucy, <laughs> <laughs> me and Lucy, why not get in touch? <laughs> you can email us hello at secretmumpod.com or we're secretmumpod on TikTok and Instagram. And we'll be back after these messages. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome back. Can't get over the poo knife. It's too much. God, imagine you just mistaken it while you... Imagine someone picked it out of your bag to use it. Just peeling an apple. Oh, <laughs> oh where, where'd, you get that, where'd you get that knife from? I'll take it out of your bag. Yeah, it's needed a sharp knife. I just cut my shit with that. <laughs> right, okay. As you know, we love a secret on the Secret Mum Club. The clue's in the title, isn't it? We love hearing your stories, and that's why we thought we'd give you an extra secret of the week. It's not our secret, though. No, it's one of yours from the Secret Mum Club. So, Emma, what have you got for us? This week's extra secret comes from G. Hi, ladies. Just straight G? Yeah. My G? Yeah, G unit. <laughs> Hi, ladies. <laughs> This year was full of kids' parties for me, and I mean non-stop. It doesn't matter how many I go to, I still can't stand them and find them to be the most awkward events ever. Am I the only one who thinks this? I know a lot of people do think that, but I actually love a kids' party. Do you? Yeah. What? To be honest, I'm grateful but for all your, something for the baby to do. I feel like all your friends talk, though. Yeah. With the parties you go to, you know everybody. You I, haven't been to a school party yet no. where you know no parents. You also don't know the children. And the boys' parties are just loads of children running around, sliding on their knees. Yeah. And the parents don't talk to anybody. And you awkwardly sit there and just wait. Yeah, I might change my mind. When it gets to mm. school parties, I might change my mind. Yeah. But at the moment, it's like I'm friends with all the people yeah. that have got babies. So going to, I actually like, I'm grateful to get invited to a baby's party because no. it's like an activity for Joseph to do. Come back to us in two years. Come back to you when he's at school, maybe. Honestly, it's, we'll see. Um, I'm just going to take a sip of my water. Is it um, painful when you have to, how long do you have to be Drink there? water. For though? No, to go to oh. the kids' party. Yes, it is. An hour and a half, two hours? I always, I always like it now. Colby's at an age where it's a drop off. Oh, I can drop you off and can go leave in. and then come when back. When does that happen? Although I spend a lot, I'd say like this year, but I'd say it's quite scary because I do wonder if they're going to steal my child. Yeah. Yeah. What if I go to the house and all the children are gone? Yeah. But that does scare me a little bit. That's probably not going to happen if they, if you know them from school though. I sit in the car on the outside anyway, so it doesn't do matter. Yeah. And I say to Colby, if you do need me, don't tell anybody, but I'm just saying. And do all the parents do that? No, they, no, They'll no. just sit in their just, cars? Just me, I just think. you, just a weirdo. <laughs> just me, just sit outside. But you just sit outside, like yeah. chill on your phone, which is better than talking, making small talk for an hour. Sometimes, by the time you go and come back, it's an hour. Um, but no. I mean, it's, I just think that's not that bad. Like you can make small well, talk some of them for an hour. Are, some, 
I would say Dotsies tend to be an hour, but the Colbys tend to be about two, two to three hours. But I just think also, even things that I go to where I don't know the parents, so like some baby classes, I don't know the parents, but you get chatting to them because the thing you've got in common is your babies. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a different ball game. When they're older. Music Bugs was great. I like, used to love going to Music Bugs. Yeah, because you, you just chat about boring baby shit. Of course you do. Yeah. You do you, it does, that doesn't happen when your child hits like six, seven years old. No. And above. It just doesn't happen anymore. It's not cute. They're not cute. Like, I think Colby's cute, but someone else's seven-year-old child to me not isn't interested. cute. Yeah. No. I also don't want to know about their, their milestones and their development and how they're doing. I couldn't give a shit if they're reading Tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> I don't care who they're going to be in the detective. you just pretend that you do for an hour just so that Colby Two. can go to the party? Two. Two hours. Two hours. Fine. But then you also get the clicky mums. I'm not the clicky mum. <sighs> I'm not in the group. I'm the I'm the solo rider. Yeah. I'm the outsider. Lone wolf. Yeah, mm. I am. I'm the leader of my own pack. Yeah. That's Chris and the children. Yeah. I'm not in I'm not in no one else's gang. But yeah, I parties it's not the one. Certain age. I know. I think more people probably feel like you do and like G than me. No G. She's yeah. my G for a reason. Yeah. But no, parties are just not the one. Yeah, I know a lot of parents do mm. hate them. Yeah. And also, I'm at that predicament now where I we are school holiday parties. Yeah. So we've not really Colby had Colby's uh, a party with school friends in the holidays. That's what I'm dreading. I can't be asked to host. I don't want to be left with someone else's children. No offence. Like, I'm sure your yeah. children are great. But you kind, of, you kind of, of have to return the favour. Like, if Colby yeah. gets invited to all these parties I feel like throughout we the school have term. To invite. We've, got, we've just had four invitations. Mm. We've got four invitations in a week. I found, like, September and October... Birthday, birthday month. Birthday months. There Mental. were birthday parties back to Everyone back. Everyone was just shagging. That, I mean, that's exactly what G is saying. Yeah. Loads of children are born in September and October. It's been party heavy for yeah. us. Yeah, it's back to back. Um, But back. no, I any any tips? I mean, maybe just go... Let me, let me know Go well. to your car and sit on your phone. Yeah. I do, well, yeah, it depends if it's a drop-off party. Depends how old the child is. I, I also feel like this year, maybe... Well, next year, sorry. The next birthdays that we have, 2024. I feel like I need to return the favour because Colby's gone to a lot already. Ready. you've got to do one but I feel like what would you like me to do would you like me to invite you as the parent or would you like me to do a drop off service I think at that age drop off is fine okay obviously I'm not going to be leaving Joseph it's a lot of responsibility for me to then take on 12 children yeah that's, it is. that's scary and then if I do them a joint party 24 kids I just don't think it's for that long though like you do a bit of activity you cut a bit of cake but I'll tell you what then we'll do, we'll do well, I'll tell you what we'll do 2024 yeah, because we're both going to have new babies. We're both going to be in this predicament yeah. together. Why don't you come to our seventh birthday party <laughs> and you can pretend to not know anybody. Okay. Or you don't know anybody. I'll pretend not to the know The problem you. is I need a seven-year-old. No, you just have to come. Just come as an bring adult. Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Just, just come as an adult without a child to a kid's party. I would say probably that may be weird. <laughs> you might have to bring a child. So I will do a rent a child. My sister's got loads. She's got loads of them. So we'll give you one of them. Okay. So you see can just come on. and we'll see how you get on. Like a crash course. I can do small talk. For, yeah, for three hours. Yeah. Yep, cool. Okay, right. Yeah. Right, stay, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. All the ones that have got big children are going to be like, fucking hell, Emma, you don't know what you signed stay up for. Stay tuned until next August for that. Yeah. <laughs> you can just keep listening to every episode religiously. Invite your friends <laughs> in, send it to your mum, your dad, your aunts, uncles, grandparents, <laughs> your next door neighbour, the cat, dog, any people with poo knives, get it, get it to them. And I'm keep here, listening until August. I'm here nine months away. Yes. But thank you. We cleared a <laughs> just, lot of ground. Just good luck, G. Just and good we luck, basically G. don't have any tips for you. I'm sorry. 
So what do you think? Are you a kids party enthusiast or do you avoid them like the plague? Drop us a message. The email is hello at secretmumpod.com or we're secretmumpod on TikTok and Instagram. And we'll be back first thing on Monday. And then back again on Thursday. And then back again on the following Monday. <laughs> and, then... and then back again <laughs> on Thursday. So make sure you write it down. It's Thursday. T-H-U-R-S-D-A-Y. D-A-Y. Thursday. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. On the secret mum club. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like you were real different. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout season two, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>